0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, guys, gals, deems, and dolls, that's right, it's the Big Iris Wrestling Show Podcast. Let's kick it up, kick it out, kick it on with your host, the one, the only, Bobby D. It's me, it's me, it's Bobby D back with you one more time, boys and girls, and we are here for the Big Iris Wrestling Show, and we're going to be talking all about AEW Dynamite. That's right. All Elite Wrestling coming up today, and we're going to go through it match by match, bit by bit, and I'm going to give it a grade. We're going to tell you all the ups, the downs, the flips, and the flops. So here we go. Okay, guys, opening match. Yes, 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 yes. We are set and ready to knock out Dynamite. And that means we get Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson. Now, for those of you that don't know who Brian Danielson is, if that name doesn't ring a bell, if you follow professional wrestling, and I'm going to take a wild guess and say that you do because you're listening to this podcast. If you're following professional wrestling, then you know that Brian Danielson, more than likely, for those of you that don't recognize the name, that is the WWE superstar formerly known as Daniel Bryan. That's right, Brian Danielson is Daniel Bryan, and he is in AEW. The great part about this is he has picked up his old gimmick, and I absolutely love it the American Dragon. It's great to see him back in his original tights, his original pads, the whole nine yards. And man, I'm going to tell you what. As JR would have said, this match was a slobber knocker. These two guys looked like they absolutely hated each other and they beat the living crap out of each other. It was an awesome match. Match. If I give it any grade whatsoever, I've got to give it an A++. And let me tell you something. You guys have heard me complain about WWE piping in noise, piping in sounds during their episodes or during their their shows. This was pure crowd reaction. First of all, we're in New York. Think about that. They're in New York. Arthur Ashe Stadium. When these two hit the ring, the pop they got, the crowd noise was outrageous. When the two of them finally locked up into a collar and elbow tie-up, the pop, the amount of crowd noise just watching these two lock up was amazing. And it was an amazing match. I'm not going to tell you who won. I'm not going to tell you the ending. I'm not going to tell you anything. I'm going to tell you that listening to real fans react to professional wrestling and to that match was absolutely awesome. A++ for the very first match of the night. Kenny Omega, CM Punk, you need to go watch the match. All right, after our very first match, now we have the man himself. Cult of Personality comes on, and we get the smiley, happy CM Punk in the ring. And, of course, CM Punk, being CM Punk, he is just out. He is just having a grand old time being back in the ring. He loves being in front of the fans. He loves being in front and, and doing what he 's doing right now and he used that as part of his promo Of course he 's got a match coming up this Friday night on rampage against powerhouse Hobbs and he used all of his enthusiasm. all of the man is just impeccable on a microphone. Someone who can really boost the crowd, and you could hear it. And let me tell you something. When Cult of Personality came on and he got ready to come out, listening to the AEW fans sing with Cult of Personality, it sent goosebumps up my arm. It was absolutely awesome. It's just something you don't hear anymore. Great thing about it, CM Punk made a couple of little lines that I had to laugh about. And he had to say, you know, he was saying things like, real professional wrestling fans in a real ring. And guess what? Professional wrestling is back in New York City. (laughs) I love the fact that they are doing the professional wrestling versus sports entertainment. (laughs) It was great. I'm going to give the, it was just a little segment with CM Punk in the ring talking to the fans, but you know what? It made me hyped up for the match. He talked about his opponents. He talked about Team Taz. He talked about the whole nine yards, and it was just absolutely awesome. I'm going to give this segment a B+. Get ready, because if you're not watching AEW, you really need to. Next match, we ended up with MJF and flying Brian Jr., Brian Pillman Jr., uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Now, I'm going to tell you something. When it comes to a great heel in AEW, MJF is probably one of the best. Um, They've played this up so much over the last few episodes, him talking about Brian's dad and everything else that this was just one of those revenge matches. And the match wasn't it wasn't that great, but the story behind it helped. Um I'm not again, I'm not going to tell you who won, who lost, but I will say that MJF was his normal uh heelish down low dirty scum. personality, Um, he actually grabbed Julia Hart, which is the cheerleader for Brian Pillman, and pulled her in front of him at one point of the match to stop a Tope Suicida. But, you know, ultimately the match was decent. I'm going to give this match a C C+. It wasn't that great of a match, but you still got that story that's behind it. And that's one of the things I do love about AEW is they've got some great storylines. So go check it out, man. Let me know what you think. We want to hear from you. Little quick segment in between. You have Jake Hager and Chris Jericho talking about their upcoming match on Rampage and it's comical. I I absolutely love Chris Jericho and his promos. Uh just what they were able to do talking about the inner ter- circle, talking about Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page and talking about the American top team and talking about this entire storyline. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it it was a good little segment. Um once again, I think I'm going to give it about a C. For entertainment value, because it was just a little hip hop segment, real quick, uh, to get in between it and the next match. But I gotta give them props, I, I love Chris Jericho on the mic, and Hager actually did a really good job of the mic, too. So go check it out. Malachi Black and Cody Rhodes. For those of you that don't know who Malachi Black is. And you are a WWE fan. You will actually recognize the name, Alistair Black. Yes, that's right. Alistair Black, now going by Malachi Black, is in AEW. And <laughs> I, I thought it was funny because Cody Rhodes came out, and during the match, the fans were actually on the side of Malachi Black. Malachi Black has kind of become. The anti-hero over Cody Rhodes. Uh, Cody Rhodes is, the, is, of course, the face. Black is supposed to be the heel. Uh, when they thought Cody Rhodes was going to win the match, the crowds actually actually started booing. <laughs> this is why I love live w, uh, live wrestling fans, man. It's just great listening to stuff like this. Because you can't script fan reactions. This is what I keep saying. You cannot script fan reactions. So now you've got an option. The fans have already started to boo Cody. Malachi Black has become the anti-hero. If you were smart, and if AEW is smart, they would finally do the thing we've all been waiting for. And that's for Cody to turn heel. Cody needs to turn heel. He needs to go back and do the same thing that he did in ROH. He needs to become the heel. He needs to become that dominant personality for Ring of Honor. And I'm telling you what, if he did that, it would take Cody Rhodes to another level. Right now, he's pushing too hard on the face. It's not selling. People aren't accepting it. They're starting to boo him. I like Cody Rhodes, but I like heel Cody Rhodes better than I do babyface Cody Rhodes. The match was really good. Not going to tell you the ending. The ending was awesome. The fact that they actually had uh, Cody Rhodes' wife, Brandy come out with him. She had a little bit to do with the match. Uh, get ready because it's a great little segment in the middle of the match. Uh, I thought this was a good match i I enjoyed this match much more just because of the crowd reactions than I did the actual match. The fact that they were booing the baby face was awesome i'm going to give this this match a B just because of just because you had that crowd reaction that it's not faked, it's not scripted. This is how the fans really feel so I'm going to give it a B. You guys go check it out. Okay, so quick little segment in between. It's Miro, the TNT champion versus Sabe For those of you that don't recognize the name Miro, of course that it was the uh the old name for or that's the new name for the old uh, WWE wrestler Rusev, you know Rusev Day, Rusev Day. Gotta love it. He's now going by the TNT champion Miro, aka God's favorite champion, aka the Redeemer. And they've actually built this uh, matchup over the last few, about a month in the whole time period they've been putting this one together. actually started with Fuego Del Sol and him getting an AEW contract. If he could beat Miro, he didn't beat Miro. They gave him the contract anyway. That made Miro mad. He went back after him, beat him again. Uh, so Fuego Del Sol put up his new car and went up against him again. And, of course, he lost again. And then he started beating him up after the match. And Sammy Guevara came out, who is Fuego Del Sol's, best friend came out to save him and that kind of started this little thing that we are going to have come to fruition on AEW Dynamite next week. It's for the TNT Championship. Of course, that's Miro versus the Spanish God, Sammy Guevara. I give it a B. Ah, Let's talk about the last match of the night. F-T-R, you guys, for the, again, I'll say it like this for those of you that don't recognize the name (laughs) F-T-R. They were from WWE again, and they were known as The Revival. Yes, that's right, the tag team The Revival is in AEW, also known as F-T-R. They were actually one, they were the first, the first people to leave wwe and go to aew and man they have just made themselves at home ftr and before i tell you who they went against it was funny because the ring attire that they wore tonight was a modified version of the old nwo emblem the new world order emblem instead of being in caps It was in lowercase. It did say FTR on it, but yeah, it was awesome seeing them come out in the black and white of the New World Order type of gear, and the their opponents was the up and coming and high rising star of AEW, Mister Darby Allen, and the icon himself, Sting. That's right, you had Darby Allen and Sting facing FTR. And as a tag team match, this was actually really, really, really good. For as old as Sting is, he can actually still move around that ring pretty well. And the way they played it off and the way they pulled it off, they did really good. Of course, FTR's got Tully Blanchard on the outside. So, of course, we got to see Sting deck Tully. We got to see Tully do some uh shenanigans that didn't quite work out for him and we got to see an awesome match. I will give this one a B. It was a great tag team match. It was the uh, the ending was superb. I really love it. I do like FTR. They are a great heel team. Uh, I do like Darby Allen and Sting together. I think they would rather see it them do it as more of a keeping Sting as the mentor, not so much in the ring, because he is getting a little older. But overall, the match was really good. I am going to go ahead and grade this match a B, and I am going to give AEW Dynamite a B-plus for the entire show. There were only a couple little segments that I really didn't enjoy that much. But overall... AEW Dynamite, Grand Slam, Arthur Ashe Stadium, New York, it was good. Y'all, I'm Bobby Riley, Big Irish Radio Show, also known as the one, the only, Bobby D. It's me, it's me, it's Bobby D. You guys have a fantastic evening and keep watching wrestling.